0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Try News. We are here to give you a little inside analysis of what's going to happen. Uh, we have a big weekend planned with 70.3 Worlds, so let's dive on in. Uh, I'm your host, Kyle Glass, joined today by Athlete Agent of the Year, Pat Lemieux. Kyle, I think you kind of
1: uh, glossed over some stuff. It was a late night, uh, S- Sunday night launch of the podcast. Can you tell us why the, why it was out late and what... what- were you doing all weekend that that caused this, I guess?
0: Uh Sooner football takes over my life in the uh that the also also high school football. I'm oh a high school referee for football so You're a high school referee. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh exactly. no, I appreciate oh, that Pat. That's yeah. cool. Giving right, a bit right. back. So it's pretty it's to... pretty fun. It's American football though, Pat or uh, Mark, so it's not as exciting hey, I think as I'm uh, in
2: American football fantasy leagues and all sorts. If you're all giving right, it a bit right, back yeah. to the junior game, you're forgiven in my eyes.
1: All right, fair cool. enough. Okay. But but Kyle, this is obviously we can't have this week's podcast launching on Sunday night after the race. This is a massive. It's launching Wednesday. Massive. We'll launchin okay, Wednesday. massive show we've got with seventy point three worlds. I'm I'm super bummed. I'd always thought we were going to the the four of us and then plus tell, but the five of us were going to be you know at the event in Saint George, and somehow only one of us is there, and he's not on this podcast right now. I
0: know, it's unfortunate.
1: But he it's does
2: bring the least to the conversation. <laughs> so if we had to lose one,
0: yeah, you know, that's right. good riddance. Yeah. All right, back to intros. Uh, we also have Mark Matthews joining us remote from the... Can I say you're in the Middle East?
2: Yeah, I and let's anymore. keep it vague. Let's just go. I'm in the Middle East. Um, I'm away with <laughs> work. Right. I'm in the Middle East. I'm living in luxury, though, folks. I know Americans get a bit hoorah about military deployments. This isn't one where you need to congratulate me for. I'm very, very comfortable right now. So, all is. Good. Are you
0: wearing your boat shoes? Are you wearing your boot shoes I, on? This I path? just
2: slipped them off, but I did have them on tonight. So that's the sort of deployment we're talking about right now.
0: And then we also have Chelsea Burns. Chelsea is everyone's favorite training partner. Also, you have a race that's coming up this weekend. You're coaching, right?
3: Yes. My uh, second race, we're going down to Tempe, Arizona for a ASU versus South Dakota versus USF scrimmage time trial extraordinaire event.
0: That sounds like a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Also, the fact that it'll be 105 degrees, which is double the temperature I'm in right now.
0: Jeez and then it, are they doing any sort of like team relays or anything like that too or is it just going to be the time trial
3: no time uh no team relays it's just kind of a mass a bunch of time trials and there will be a team scoring element to it so it'll be it'll be nice. fun to watch but not a real awesome.
0: triathlon oh it's still a real triathlon it's all real everything's real everything's real well, we can dive in for uh, Super League Munich that happened this last weekend. Uh, Vincent Louis returned back to form, uh, won the race. Second place, Jonathan Brownlee. Third place, Alex E. Um, on the women's side, Jess Learmont, Georgia Taylor-Brown. And then Beth Potter actually got third. So another British podium sweep for uh, the Super League. Yeah. Does anyone have – they want to add anything they watched, saw – Analyze. I feel like Super League might be losing a little bit of its luster having like all these races, like in a row, back to back to back. Like it's, I don't know, it's kind of fading from my mind.
3: Yeah, I'm getting bored too. I think, oh, I said this in the comments, but it's so boring because it's just a British Olympics. Like the British all get to go home between their races, they invite three times as many British as everyone else. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's exciting racing and it's really well done coverage, but for some reason it's it's not catching my eye and I don't think it's catching any of your eyes either.
2: That's particularly true in the women's field though, isn't it? I guess the men's is, it's a slightly more broad invitation pool. And if you look in the depth of strength in the women's field, the Brits are stronger in depth than, than any other nation. So the invitation thing is is true, but... It's not massively unreflective these girls are beating zafira's they're beating uh duffy's not there i grant you that but otherwise i mean the americans are invited they're just not turning up and performing so i guess what i'm saying basically is let's not slam the british mate they're just winning it let's not be bitter about it
3: (laughs) i mean i mean the the podium there jess georgia and beth potter they get to all go home to leeds between these races Katie has to slum it up in London. She can't go home to the US between all these. It's, I don't know. But and what does and going there, home look like? I don't like? think... Sorry? Like,
2: what does going home look like? There's no airport in Leeds. Means... They land in London, they drive up to Leeds, they spend two oh, days there's then an they airport turn around and they come
3: home. Nice. I'm sure they're at least flying to Manchester. But my point is, it's it definitely, I think... I don't know. You're right. It plays to the, gr- plays the-,
0: to the British prou- crowd a little. It bit. It
3: does better, play a maybe.
2: bit. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I'm, I'm sort of playing devil's advocate. You're right. It, there is massively convenient, but for the Europeans, let's not say British, it would work yeah. the same for the Norwegians, the French, the Swedish, the Spanish, the Italians. But the, the women just happen to be really, really good in the UK, and it helps us versus the. Americans. Maybe I'll get.
0: Maybe I'll get a little more amped in two weeks whenever they're in Malibu. Yeah.
3: I'll be on the ground.
0: <laughs> yeah, you'll oh. be boots on the ground. Oh cool.
3: Yeah, I'm
1: okay. going. What is there gonna be a world, Chelsea, where you can bring uh, an athlete or two on the pod? Can we start oh, previewing yeah, we that? We can
3: work on that. We can work on it. Perfect. Is that gonna get us stoked about Super League?
2: Well, yeah, I, I like Super me. League. For, the, for the week,
3: yeah. Oh my week. gosh, you guys all just like <laughs> rose so much in ha- amp. Can no, I, say I genuinely. Else I watch most? Super
2: League? I love it.
3: Okay, okay, good. Well, maybe we can be more excited about talking about it when it's in Malibu. But can I add one more thing? It is like, yeah, the podiums are extremely predictable. Jess dominated again. Vince dominated thanks to his short shoot. But I think, again, we mentioned this last week, but Super League literally only favors you if you're a great swimmer. I mean, I guess E. and Beth Potter both made it onto those podiums. But it's so hard to do anything if you're not a great swimmer okay so. real no, quick
0: for true. the listeners that didn't watch the race and chelsea you mentioned in the short shoot can you guys explain that and what it means and what it does
3: mark you want to explain
0: absolutely not
2: chelsea this is your okay. world don't lay that well, off for me
3: okay okay but you told me you watched it so i
2: just gave i do a watch chance it and I, I love the sportsmanship between vincent just turning shaking his head acknowledging that it was kind of bullshit i've won this i shook your hand done and that was an acknowledgement think... that short shoot's are a bit nonsense to me, but please do tell us what it is.
3: Okay, well, I guess this maybe will capture it best. So I texted Jessica Learmont after the race and I said, hey, great race. It's super boring to watch. The main highlight for me was watching you and Victoria Lopez go full gas up the grassy knoll swim exit, just duking it out to get the short shoot, because the only way you can get the short shoot is being not only first out of the swim, but you have to also be first onto your bike. Um, And I think, yeah, the first human to get across that line earns the short shoot. And so obviously it's going to be your fastest swimmer every time. You saw Vince get it. Um, It kind of uh, starved us of a pretty cool sprint finish that I think would have happened between him and Brownlee, which is too bad. But anyways, the point is the short shoot in these first two rounds is only available to that fastest swimmer. And we saw in... The one, when was it? London, the week before, where Victoria Lopez earned it with her great swim, but then was lapped out before she could even use it. So, lame. Interesting idea, but lame.
1: All right, and guys, I just looked through. I mean, we got a ton of more show notes to go through. So, let's, yeah, sorry. Uh, we got. All right, seventy
0: point 70.3 Nice happened this last weekend. Kasper Storns, the Norwegian, had a blazing one oh six oh two run to come in right at the four hour mark. Second place was Dylan Magnin and third place Adam Bowden for the men's. For the women's, Nicola Spirig, uh, won with a four thirty six fifty three uh wire to wire victory for her, um, aboard her road bike. So that was pretty exciting. Yeah, also we had Casper
2: Storns was on a road bike as well, and Nice was won by Gustav Eden when it was the world champs on a road bike. Yeah, and the run was definitely short there. Let's just just add a bit of clarity to that. <laughs> one hundred and six. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Yeah, one hundred and six. I, oh, I didn't. I didn't want to be
1: like the the rainy parade on that one, but yeah, sure. Yeah, looks I mean, Casper
2: Storms ran an uncontested one hundred and six oh two as well, uh, and Adam Bowden ran a one hundred and six sixteen in third place. Now, Adam Bowden's a great runner back in his day, and he's a top bloke, but he is not the runner he once was. Um Nicola Spirig was just dominant though. I, I don't know if you watched her descend. It was like I mean she caught some of the pro men. She she is a different rider to almost anyone, I maybe would even say anyone in the pro women's field right now. No one could take her on a ride as dynamic as that. No one can descend like she can. You know, this is this is a 39-year-old mother of multiple and we want to labour those points of what makes her impressive. But that's not what makes her impressive. It's her huge technical skill and her consistency over so many years. And she looked absolutely incredible riding down those hills. And she just dominates But why
0: her. isn't she going to be in Snow Canyon? She should be at 70.3 Worlds this weekend. She's a mother of
3: multiple, as oh, Mark yeah. just said.
0: I, I mean, Three I just, kids. Three
2: kids. But that doesn't really matter. Like She could be there. She's qualified. Is she qualified? She must. Be she's had to have. So. Had to have. Yeah. But yeah I, uh... I don't think she cares. I. I don't know what it is. I, I, she's great. I. I. She, I'm almost her biggest fan. I just love the way she races so yeah
0: sweet well second second place was Lena Berger and then third place India Lee India Lee had a good race there
2: India Lee had a really good race there because she came back from that hard she was one that was caught behind the gap in the uh, challenge champs and she really had a downer after that so it was great to see her bounce back and get a podium
0: nice I believe she's racing again this weekend so she'll be one to watch for sure Um, we also had 70.3 Sunshine Coast Uh, I I almost feel like all these races in Australia is like the wild west because you never know who's going to turn up and win these races. Uh, we had the men's race and the women's race be won in pro long-distance debuts. So it's ITU athletes that have now come to 70.3s, which is almost what we anticipated uh, coming out of an Olympic year. So first place for the men, Nicholas Free. Second place, Josh Amberger. And third place, Caleb Noble on the men's side. On the women's side, Lott Williams. Second place, Keir Lee Seidel. And then third place, Dr. Hannah Wells. Um Chelsea, do you Steve
3: know, McKinn- you know, you know Lot Wells or Nicholas Frey? No, I don't. But that doesn't mean that,
0: yeah. I think that they just recently came up over the last two years, like COVID years kind of came up through the ranks of ITU, and then they were like, oh, go to 70.3. Are they Australians? So, yep.
3: Oh, there we go. Yep. The Wild West.
0: Wild West. And, and so, Josh Amber- Steve McKinnon.
2: Josh Amberger described it as one of the, you know, the perfect, he described it as a perfectly executed race. And he's normally pretty candid and he just said, I got beat. Uh, And he, he'll often have a reason why it's not gone well for him. So for him to say it was a perfect race and he got, you know, properly pumped by Nicholas Free, it's a good kudos for Nicholas Free to suggest that he's a real talent. So we maybe want to remember his name in the future.
3: Nicholas Free. We got it. I'll remember it It's a great
0: name. Steve McKenna also made his return after breaking his toe earlier in the season. Um, He had no offense, Steve, but there was every excuse in the book was thrown on his Instagram post. So uh, unfortunate to uh, kind of knock all the rust off, but um, excited to see him back racing and getting healthy. Mark, you want to take us through uh, the challenge? ITU Long Course World Champs.
2: Um. Yes, except I didn't watch f- start to finish coverage as I normally do, which is what I normally do to be prepared for these. So, all I will give you is in the upfront results, and then if you guys watch the whole thing, please correct me. But the men, Christian Hogan Howell, won with a 7.37.46. Incredible. Jesper Sensen in, in second, and Leonardo Colucci in third. Serena Davies, who has had an incredible start to her year, she tailed off a little bit, but she won then the women's race, and with Manon Gent and Michelle Vesterby, so a really strong women's side as well. And um, Christian Hogan has been building and building this year, and he is that was an incredible win for him. He is a uh, a Kona top ten shoe in, and someone we should be paying our eyes on, especially as he was in the age group field back in you know only as recently as twenty sixteen. The guy is an absolute bike monster. So, yeah, I didn't watch the whole him, race.
0: Him and Jesper, yeah, him and Jesper, they duked it out up until, like, the last 7K, I think, is when Christian started pulling away. And Christian, he's he's hasn't been shy about how much he's raced. He's raced four long-distance races in the last five months. So, pretty incredible.
2: Yeah, I mean, he only, you know, he missed out on the win in Frankfurt just because that's the one day... Um, that his BMC team rival decided to turn it on. You know, he would have been a Frankfurt winner, hands down, every day of the week, but he got beat uh, in the last 5K. So it's great to see him back a win. He's a real talent.
0: Well, we can move on to the racing that's gonna happen this weekend. Um, Races to watch, we have WTS Hamburg, uh, kind of a weaker field due to all of everyone going to the new Super League races. Casper um, Storns, he's gonna turn up after his seventy point three race. Leo Berger Jonas Schoenberg, Brandon Copeland, um, and then the three Americans, Chase McQueen, Dar Smith, and Austin Heineman. Uh, on the women's side, Laura Lindman, Alice Beto, Summer Rappaport, Kirsten Casper, and Natalie Van Coverden. There'll also be the mixed team relay, which is also really fun to get the picture of them dumping the beer on each other and things like that. Mart are you guys have you guys all been to Hamburg? For this race, Chelsea, you've been for this race, Pat. Yeah. You've been, yep, yep. I've not you've been to got any, the race. I've I been mean, there we on the pass. It, it was.
1: Um, I was actually my, my coolest experience at this race was in 2014 when Germany won the World Cup. Um, and we were you know in Germany that weekend, so that was, I, I think, kind of like for a lifetime box tick for me. That was a really cool one. Uh, I always really loved to get some some german uh food while i was here some german beer while i was here i think the most interesting thing obviously if we get back to triathlon for this weekend is it's important to remember this race counts as forward for 2022 uh world championship ranking so on saturday you're going to have uh after the weekend you're going to have someone that's the the series leader so think about that for hamburg bermuda and abu dhabi um this is a fantastic way to get your name on the board and get some great points early on
0: yeah Also, what about um so olympics is really three years away technically two racing seasons away is that gonna play into this race as well
1: no but it will what you will start to see happen really quickly all of a sudden is next year in may the olympic qualification window will open again um and you know that always sneaks up on people and it always sneaks up you know how how quickly and how much these points count down the road. So that'll be the biggest thing you start to see um come May. But th- this this is more looking for people want that want to pad their their championship um for for 2022.
3: It's pretty I mean it's pretty weird to be honest. We have no idea really what the series will look like next year. I mean there's I'm sure they've put out some sort of vague schedule, but it's very strange that this race in mid-September is already counting for a world championship that's a year from now, Um, especially in a field like this that is probably one of the weakest World Series fields I've seen in a really long time. But it is, I mean, it's too bad that they, yeah, that it'll be an exciting race because it's usually one of the most um, iconic and exciting races on that World Series circuit. It's a pretty, that usually, COVID aside, the crowds are epic um, it's a really weird swim. You go through a tunnel, it's very scary and dark. The water's very scary also in terms of quality. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, a good race.
0: Yep. Nice. Well, we also have a 70.3 happening this weekend in the south of France. I'm not even gonna try and say this French word. I'm gonna let Mark say this French word.
2: I, just to be clear, because I get some stick for this, I don't pronounce myself to be our European language expert <laughs> i just like, get stitched up because these guys butcher it really badly so i'm gonna go it's, with Aix, is Ex
1: it's, ex-Provence.
2: Oh, oh, provence yeah yeah
0: I, again again do it again do it again <laughs> no, let's move on <laughs> <laughs> we'll make this uh the other french um race that's the camworth invitational uh obviously there's a wide he, range of people doing this race but cam wharf is uh he's a fun guy isn't he?
2: that's why he draws a crowd he, he, and the way he supports the junior athletes in the sport it kind of goes unnoticed he reaches out to some of the youngest athletes in the sport and he does try and support people it, he has a bad rep because of his online bravado but and i didn't used to like the guy but I, i'm a huge Cam camber fan of recently for a few messages that i've seen him send junior athletes um, Imogen Simmons is there let's not forget her and final language if they're both race that they are massive names in our sport in the women's side and that could be an awesome showdown between Imogen and Fanara. so yeah it's an undershuttered race this weekend overshadowed race this weekend but those girls have got some juice so that'll be fun to watch
0: that'll be fun to watch um, kind of a bummer they're not coming to the US for 70.3 worlds but Agree. not everyone's schedule uh, lines up exactly with that so um, we also have Ironman Austria. We have Mount Troutman, uh, Rasmus Finningson, Michael Weiss, uh, Lucas Wout. A lot of European athletes racing that race. Um, from the women's side, Joanna Ryder, Laura Phillip, Chantel Cummings. Um, Laura Phillips seemed to be back from injury and. It's the Laura Phillips show, so. that race.
2: I mean, the others are long distance athletes through and through. Laura Phillip is a all round thoroughbred. That's her show. Let's just see how she gets on that weekend.
0: And are yeah, and are
1: these it. are these opportunities now marked to punch tickets for 2022?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. October Kona, but if Kona doesn't happen in February, this is now Kona ticket for oh. 2023.
3: I have a question about Kona. Go, go
0: ahead. If
3: this one doesn't happen, they are they going to have three in October of
2: 2022? <laughs> shh. <laughs> Chelsea, shh. Don't ask the difficult questions.
3: Okay. Just because everyone's curious. already qualified, I'm trying and there's to literally get no acquainted with Kona.
2: No, no, we might have a hundred person Kona field, we might have two races. I mean, let's not dig into this too much because the okay. PTO have already fundamentally destroyed Iron Man in the last two years, and now yeah, they've got some wicked races coming up. If we start asking these awkward questions of Iron Man, ah, they might no just good do it. Answers.
1: Yeah. Let's let's get let's Kyle crank through Super League jersey as quick as possible because we got to get to the big show. This is this is what we're Super here League for.
0: jersey Super League jerseys this weekend. The same people that have been racing all these other races. There is an enduro event which is going to play a lot into this team aspect they're doing. So uh, be sure to watch for that. Um, I also found out that it it does include your World Triathlon membership in this, so you can watch it if you have a World Triathlon login. You can just log in and watch the day of the race.
2: Or just download a VPN and watch it on the BBC, but I didn't say that, obviously. Carry on. Sorry, Phil.
0: The big show. You ready? 70.3 St. George. Um, The biggest news coming out of this, the men are starting this race first, and then the females are starting after the men. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see all the women that are going to swim through some of our lower-tier men uh, get a little embarrassed, maybe. Are they starting that know.
1: close? It's just a couple I mean that's that that have, they'd have to ten stu- minutes. Oh no, no one's getting oh, caught. they're not gonna minutes. nobody's gonna, nobody's getting caught.
2: No one's getting caught, mate. No, one's no, no not on a seventy point three, maybe on a full no. for the awful athletes, yeah. but no one's, yeah, yeah. no one's getting caught. Even man. Joe Skipper could swim away from that, blessing him.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Sam Long, if he has a bad swim, Sam Long might not make it. To
2: Lucy Charles. I'm yeah, sorry. Okay.
0: We, we, won't, yeah. we won't. We won't. We won't. We <laughs> won't. Harp too hard. We won't go too hard. We won't go too hard. It's good. I think the big thing um, is
2: looking through the, the start list, uh, the question that everyone wants to know the answer to, and Chelsea and you guys might know, is Taylor Nib racing the 70.3 World
0: Championships?
3: We talked about that last week when you weren't here, Mark. She's is racing.
0: She? She's definitely yeah. racing. She's racing. Yep. And is she, she on pulled time off robot? the start list. She's not. No still on the road bike
2: does
1: she need one no
2: yes yes we'll see
1: you know you'll see you know mark the only case that i would make for not having the road bike is is i remember when you know athletes itu athletes in particular um were getting doing these fall uh long course races and they would get on these these tt bikes um lots of problems with calves and hamstrings just given the new position and then coming off the bike so i think you know that might have been something that played into it for Taylor was was just you're keeping the position the same. I know that seems silly, but I mean it's I I've I've seen it and heard it with a lot of uh, athletes that are that mix it up.
2: I mean you're right. There are some some position differences, but I think it's it's more prevalent in athletes that aren't long-term professional athletes that are well-rounded in strength and conditioning, and they are slightly more diverse. I, I just think if she loses this race by less than a minute or even two minutes. We're going to look at this and just think, you lost that off poor logistics. Uh, Because I fundamentally think that's all it is, because she's not sponsored by a bike brand. And I know this this isn't the conversation we're going to stray down, but that's common knowledge. So borrow a bike, get fitted out for it, race it properly. And this is just me spouting. But I would hate to see, because I'd love to see her win it, by the way, just for the record. I mean, if Kat doesn't win it, obviously, I'd love to see Taylor win it. But if she loses it by thirty seconds and it's because of a time trial bike lack off, I'd be really sad.
3: I have a question fair though. Point. I have a question. In your opinion, if you've never been on a time trial bike, how much time, in terms of weeks, do you think it takes to get fit on that bike and put some training time in so that you're comfortable enough minimal. to do a race? Because, I okay, think like a
2: week, Se- seven to ten days. Yeah, That's I it. honestly think is minimal. Yeah, the hardest part. The hardest. Think. The
1: hardest part is getting the parts to actually fit the fit the bike. Maybe if it was like you know, if it was a if you needed some weird arrow bar part, that would be the only uh, deep, only I, inconvenience.
2: I'm with, I'm with Pat completely on this. As someone that's been riding as long as she has, she has that balance of strength, fitness. She has the unbelievable bike power. You know, you could you could knock her FTP power in position right, versus position down substantially. Her CDA has go up by so much that she'd be fundamentally much faster. You don't have to try and make her push the same power in a different position. She's got so much to give. Unfortunately, I
3: unfortunately, I don't think she's going to listen to this and then change her bikes between now and that. Saturday. I know that.
2: I, I'm just it's, this is what we speculate, though, isn't it? You know, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. If yeah, she destroys the whole field on that, I'll, you know, we'll eat some yeah. half.
1: Yeah, there are some real there are some real issues with parts. I mean, it could be you know the heart, her hardest thing, even though she lives in Boulder, obviously, could have been finding a rear derailleur or the correct handlebar parts. Is it's not as
2: easy as it uh, normally no, that's is. That's true. That's very true especially like in race length as well. and everything.
0: Okay, like yeah.
1: That. I mean, Kyle, you got some other really juicy stuff in here, so we got to we got to keep ripping through it.
0: All right. So, um news is going to break here recently. I'm sure it'll break before this podcast release, but um it seems that Paula Finley won't be racing uh even though she is in St. George. So, that is a huge blow to the women's field um in terms of strength. Uh also, there's rumors of now these are rumors, so see if this is actually <laughs> and, true. And they're, coming, and
1: they're coming from Kyle Glass's mouth, not
2: ProTriNews. No, no, no. From, we, we all stand oh, behind you, It doesn't matter. Go on. Yeah,
0: It's coming from ProTriNews. Uh, uh, this is a LLC company, so come at me. Uh, Christian Blumenfeld is, quote-unquote, kind of injured, uh, and then Gustav Eden didn't, quote-unquote, have a great training camp. So if those are all fake and – People saying, "Oh, I'm not, not fit or whatever things like that." Then we'll find out uh, on race day. Do we want to go through an analysis of what we think is going to happen, Mark? Uh, I can kind of predict what I think might happen. Um, go on. I, I normally I normally
2: bore bore people with this. Go on. What do you reckon roughly? Okay. Men's
0: this is what I'm. This is what I'm envisioning is going to happen on Saturday for the women's field. I think Taylor Nib, uh, Lucy Charles Barclay, and Lucy Hall are going to go off the front in the swim. Yeah. and try and ride away from everyone else. Uh, and Lucy Nib drops get... both of those, by the way. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Taylor yep. Nib drops so, both of those. Taylor Nib going off the front even further. Um, Daniella could bridge the gap, maybe. Uh, it will depend. She's a lot better of a back half bike rider than the front half, and the back half is descending. So I don't see Daniella being much of a threat, no. in my opinion. Um. She also hasn't been exactly on form lately. Holly Lawrence, uh, we can debate back and forth about her being a defending world champion. So um, you could have a shot there. Also, Emma Pallant. um, I mean, it really depends on Emma's swim. Uh, She had a great swim in Boulder. Yeah, it's a really good chase pack
2: that involves those two and plenty of others potentially. That could be a really strong chase pack of where the runners come back into this race.
0: Yep um the run course is significantly difficult uh from what we're hearing the new bu- the new run course is tough and i was given yeah. and i
1: was and i was given you know uh advanced warning to that if you go back and listen to our show in may we spoke about how much harder the run course was going to be for world championships versus what they raced on in may with the addition of this you know downhill into an uphill so i mean mark cat is on course are you are yeah. you
2: hearing that as well yeah cat's on course she's excited she's she's you know, she's still carrying this injury, so she's not running a lot, but she's loving the idea of this race because it's basically real hard effort uphill, then technique downhill running. You know, And some runners are better at it. You have to have a good high turnover. You have to have a great stride out. The downhill is a bit of a savage, and then it goes straight into an uphill again. It's basically up, down, up, down, up, down, finish, Um up. I think it's a really, it, it suits a good form runner, someone that is a pure thoroughbred runner that likes to run downhill fast. Think an Ama Palin, you know, in the men's field, think a Christian Blumenfeld or, you know, someone
0: like that. Yeah. For the women's field, this is what I'm thinking. Uh, if it comes down to the run, Tamara Jewett has been on amazing run form. I know that she's like kind of a newer athlete. Oh. Um but Tamara Jewett, she had the fastest run split at Boulder, fastest run split at 70.3 Timberman, um, and I believe she won 70.3 Main. So I love that niche a name cool. to watch. Good for you.
2: Yeah. Let's pick these niche names out. Absolutely. Or oh, she's no. been really good. It's just she's not raised many of the big names. So I wonder about, you know, how she steps up. But
0: yeah, On a big shout. day. Um, also the men's race. So what I anticipate happening, there is a massive massive bike field on the men's race. Um, You have Kyle Smith. You have Freddie Funk. You have uh, Andres Dritz, Magnus Ditlev, Daniel Backegaard, Gustav, Christian Blumenfeld. I mean, this bike field is stacked. Can't forget about Ben Canute um, as well. So Sam Long will be coming up from the swim. So we'll see as far as how the race develops on the bike, what's going to happen on the run. Uh, Yeah, I
2: I, I wonder if that will split up at all because you you have Daniel Backyard, you have Christian Blumenfeld and there's a few others that swim at the front. But then you have the George Goodwins of this world who are the really uber runners in the back of the field. I I wonder if um, that will split and it almost certainly will. Then will Magnus Ditlev drag it back together? Will it be a huge run pack? Both races really have the potential to be quite exciting because it's not clear how these packs will form.
1: Yeah, we, let's remember from the men's race in May, I go back to, it, there was a giant men's pack, but then remember it just kept losing, you know, guys, five, five guys at a time, and then I think they came off the bike with 10 or 12 together. Um, I would imagine that it will be something similar Uh, where, you know, there will be at one point maybe 35 guys together, and then what will happen is that front group is going to pin it so hard and you'll have breaks from that, that that guys that fall off the back. I think, you know, the question then becomes it's like there's going to be so much horsepower at the front of the race. I think about an American like Sam, right, who's going to be pretty exposed from the beginning, but are the referees only patrolling the front where he gets to play Pac-Man through guys that are getting dropped that you know probably doesn't have the draft scrutiny as much and i I'm not and I'm not saying that Sam is going to be drafting but I'm saying that when you're in that front group and you have to think about the the drafting rules you you are very very cautious right but when you are coming up from the back you can you can chew through it how you how you wish yeah. and that, that, that is different. much it's much easier it's it's, it's just easier so um, I think those is are the things that I would see. Yeah.
2: so obviously for the age group athletes that race slingshotting is legal you can ride up to the back wheel and you can just pull out and move around but when pro racing you can't slingshot so you have to pull out as soon as you enter the draft zone and move past them and of course what pat's suggesting is this won't be policed properly so actually it's quite easy to move up in a really strong and spread out field because you just slingshot your way towards the front is that what you're suggesting pat
1: that's yeah. it. that is exactly what I'm suggesting. Yeah, and it's not, and I'm not, I'm not suggesting that the athletes are doing anything really nefarious. No. It's it's no, just, no. it's the nature of the game. And it's like if you know you're if you know the officials are sitting next to you, you're you're being so cautious and you're doing 50 watts less because you're so freaked out about accidentally yeah. falling into the draft zone. But when you're when you're five minutes down out of the swim and chasing through guys. You're just you're able to just not think about it, and then oh, it happens to be there's no officials around you as well, so you you've just you've just got a little more momentum.
2: I agree, but we've seen the way that um, that Christian races. You don't ride five minutes into that that sort of aggression. Yeah, that's that, that's
1: going to be the problem. I mean, the, I the, the just the don't front, see them coming back too, into it. No, there's too much horsepower up front
0: it would take it would have Gustav has been Gustav has been really good in the races that he's won 70.3 Nice and 70.3 and the um, challenge race in Daytona uh, the PTO champs Gustav's done an incredible job at hiding he's really good at hiding on the bike so people don't know where he's at because he's a
2: professional yeah he's great I love seeing that I, I applaud that you know like you can be at the front thrashing yourself but there's no there's no there's no reward in that
0: necessarily. If someone he didn't show himself here, once, he no. didn't show himself once at any of these races. So, no. we got that. And then um, I also think then or um, Magnus Ditlev. He seems to be on form after his uh, one ten run at uh, yeah, Challenge Cymru. Uh, what do you think, uh, Mark? Uh, yeah,
2: I just he needs a lead to win this race, and he's not getting a lead in front of these guys. I, I'm, a, I'm a big Ditlev fan. I've made no shame of it. I think the guy's cool. I love the way he goes about racing, but he needs a couple more years,
0: basically. yeah. So if we're going to pick out some of the strongest runners, uh, we're obviously going to go George Goodwin. Um,
2: Christian Blumenfeldt, Daniel Baccarat, Gustav Blumenfeld. Eden.
0: Yep. Yeah. Matt Hansen. Um, Mauricio Mendes Cruz. He hasn't had Hansen, great races. Sorry, Matt, in Han- Matt,
2: Matt, Matt Hansen's out of this race. The way he yeah. rode in Challenge, he, he's not. Nah, you he got
1: to be. Sorry. I mean, you these. if your if you're cycling is not operating at a 9 or 10 out of 10 on saturday morning consider yourself gone from this race you you you've got to be your legs got to be so ready for this bike because these dudes are gonna absolutely crush it
0: so i'm freaking excited yeah Um, be sure to tune in on facebook now what time facebook now uh the race actually starts quite early um
3: can we get it in dubai time please
2: yeah i'm, I'm back in the uk by then and um, um. i'm on day i'm a day out in london with will clark the old former gb olympian so me and him Aww. will not be drinking until cats finished racing if she's listening to this podcast we will be focusing on the broadcast of the race exclusively and it's the first race that cats race when i've not been there so i'm I've really, I mean, I want her to obviously win it, podium, all that sort of stuff. But if it happens and I'm not there, I'm, I'm gonna be so sad to miss it. I really am. Well, you'll so have
0: to in the women's race.
2: In the women's race, you've got Taylor Nap surely as the favourite, probably with Lucy Charles. Um, Taylor Nib, Lucy Charles favourites. Then you've got the Salt House, uh, Holly Lawrence, and then you then after that you probably have the the cats. Uh, and then you have a few of the other the American girls, the runners, that will come through this race. So that's probably how the women's plays out. But we'll have to see how it works.
0: So the men's race starts at 7.10, women's race... Oh, women's race actually starts at... Oh, the men's race starts at 7 a.m., women's race starts at 7.10 a.m., uh, central time, so... Perfect. Yeah. You mean okay. mountain I mean.
3: time or central time?
0: Mount, mountain time, mountain sorry, time. mountain oh. time. Okay. And then we've got some hot takes. Um, we got some hot takes. You wanna pick you wanna pick a podium, Mark, or are you too invested? Oh. Uh, we don't have to do picks. Talbot a, says I'm... if we do picks it hurts people's feelings, so
3: Well we didn't wouldn't want to do that.
2: People's feelings. I
3: got I got <laughs> you
2: know, I got destroyed at the Collins Cup by people that I didn't pick. So let's just go for it again. Uh, Christian Blumerfeld, Daniel Backgard, George Goodwin in the men's field. Um, Lucy Charles, Taylor Nibb, Kat Matthews in the women's field. I've thrown the wife into right. the podium. Obviously, I'm not a moron. You know,
0: has got me scared with the or uh, with all of his information of rumors. So, uh, Talbots a gonna rumor take mail, though. I'm going to take my I'm going to take Christian off the uh, off of my podium. I'm going to go Daniel Backagard for the win. Gustav second, and Ben Canute third. Nice.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna throw Ben Canute on the podium, and here's why. I think he's finally got some focus to his program, and I think we're gonna see the benefits of that. And he looks like a guy that's pretty fit, you know. Obviously, I think the race of the weekend is gonna. This is uh, I. I think the women's race is gonna be more exciting than the men's, even though I think the men's got more horsepower. Yes, yeah, Stanley, I'll be with you in one second. Sorry about that. <laughs>
0: Help me down. Do you, you gotta got? go to the you gotta go to the park, Chelsea. Do you want to pick any winners?
3: I don't know why Stanley's not in school.
2: <laughs> he's
3: my he's winners nine, uh, yeah. he's a nine nib. to
1: one nine to one i'm sorry oh, wow.
3: my winners will Would be you? nib and gustav
2: oh wow yeah, she's sticking I mean, with it she's right Pick, why are we betting against gustav i'm mean, made to look like an idiot the guy just wins this stuff but anyway carry on
0: i know we picked we everyone doubted him for uh, uh I don't know and everyone ate their words oh, so I know, yeah, yeah. uh also, I'm going to go women uh, because Talbot ripped me a new one because I mentioned Tamara Jewett's name. So I'm going to go Tamara Jewett on the podium. Uh, I'm also going to go Lucy Charles and. <laughs> I have a heart check time. Uh, I'm, putting, I'm putting Ellie Salthouse going for the win. Uh, she's undefeated all year. So we're in our feelings. Wow.
1: So way. did. Okay, wait, sorry, wait a minute. Did, no, did none of us pick Daniela Reef? On podium, even? That's the hottest take of uh, maybe this whole pod.
0: She's been off form, and I just don't (laughs) see... She's a back half racer, and the back half of this bike course does not suit her. I hadn't even realized we'd just done that. It's pretty. It's nuts. like
3: you don't you don't race well for like a month and then you're totally forgotten. Do
2: you know yeah, well, what? It's not a month. It's her run. She wasn't running yeah. well whole Tulsa. Right. She's not running that's well. Right. Yeah, that's right. I, I stand by it. I, it's a good yeah. pick. It's a good observation Pat. But I stand by it. I, I don't yeah. see her she's running. Still,
0: running the, well. she's still the goat. She's still the goat of long distance female racing. 100%. in my opinion. Okay. Hundred yeah. you, percent.
1: You've Fox. got some other. You've got some other hot takes in here, Kyle. But I want to. Can I just put mine in just really quick because it's kind of a zinger.
0: Hit us with it. Hot take
1: New Oakleys, they're still ugly. Ha
0: <laughs> you, know, you know how many messages we've got on, on our Instagram of people saying, can you guys talk about the New Oakleys and how ugly they are?
1: Just, I, I still, like, they've always had this thing, you know, like their new ones are always ugly and then you get used to them. And I, and I still cannot get used to these. These are still ugly for me.
0: Do you wear them? Do you have them?
1: No, I haven't. No, no, I've seen them. Oh, okay. I mean, I've touched them. And they stuff, did but... cut
0: out. They did cut out the nose piece. The the glass used to go over the nose like that, and then I've seen now some that without cut the, that nose bit right. out, which they look a little bit better. Yeah, but they're still ugly. All
1: right, Kyle, you got some other just stuff in here around the uh, some the PTO races that some of these are doing, but maybe just share that with the audience.
0: Yep. Uh, so the PTO has upped their prize purse for um, the Herbalife triathlon happening uh, in Southern California. Uh, they upped that prize first to 40 K for, I believe it's an Olympic distance race. Um, Heather Jackson used to dominate this race back in the day. And then now it's, now it's coming back. So 40 K prize first for an Olympic race is pretty incredible. Um, it's going to be October 24th this year. And then they've also partnered with the Herbalife triathlon moving back to its normal date in May of 2022. Um, there's going to be a pro-am race, almost a relay style, like what they've done in Daytona. Uh, there's a $100,000 prize purse for this. Uh, there's also gonna be supposedly a celebrity relay as well. Um, I think this is incredible to get people back excited again about triathlons. Um, if you remember back like 10 years ago, all these celebrities used to do triathlon races. You had Robin Williams, you had like- Zach uh, Efron. Patrick Dempsey. Uh, Zach Efron did Malibu triathlon a couple times. So. I think it's good to get like this back in the world of the celebrities getting excited about triathlons, um, because that only overflows into uh, the age group racing. So, do you guys love this? Do you not love this? Are you excited for this pro am relay? I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'd like to.
1: I wanna. I think this is cool. I think this is May 15th. I think this is for for me. I guess this is a little more exciting than some of the other initiatives that are going on in triathlon, and I'm kind of. Uh, I'm su- I'm surprising myself as I'm saying it but like I think this is kind of a cool idea I-, I like this initiative that PTO is doing with the pro-am stuff
0: nice should we all go and be an amateur in the pro-am relay
3: you mean are we a celebrity relay
0: yeah
1: well as as has the as the as the primary triathlon podcast yes there, there's so we're gonna be celebrities by then <laughs> yes absolutely we already are
3: yeah we're not already
1: yeah um a 100%. So, no, this is cool. It's not as cool as Ironman uh, Alaska, which I'm I'm still, you know, twisting Lionel's arm to do because I want to go visit. So that's kind of my big goal for 2022, to get to that race.
0: Are they going to have a pro uh, field
1: there? Have they announced if there's a pro field or not? Kyle, I don't care.
0: <laughs> He's going <laughs> to the race
1: either way, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Well, maybe if, uh, hopefully Lionel has his nutrition down by them. If he doesn't, then he'll be able to go do that race. That's right. Do we have but,
1: any?
3: Do we have any hot takes from our on-the-ground Boulder eyes? Um,
1: no, I. You he know told what us it's, he's
3: gonna be bringing in the gossip from Boulder. No,
1: you know what? It's been really. It's been a really quiet week. I think, uh, you know, I haven't really seen any athletes out and about. Um, you know, they. I saw. Who did I see? I saw Sam Appleton, Joe Gamble's, and one other doing like their final Ironman piece. Um, right. Before they must have been heading to the race. So I saw Kenny shooting that, but they were in the middle of shooting, so I didn't interrupt them. So, um, I have no, an important question. Haven't seen a lot. No, go for it.
0: I have an important question for our listeners. Pat, have Gwen and Flora ran together again? Yes, yes. I think there are two runs now. Two runs in now. Yeah. So this could be this could be if Floor gets in Gwen's ear, Gwen could come back to triathlon. That's what you're saying. I wouldn't hold your breath. Would not hold your breath.
3: You should be asking if they've biked together, not if they've run together. Yeah, that's right. That would
1: be more telling. Yeah, like the bike would kind of be like the bridge, and then it would be swimming, and then at that point we could start speculating.
0: Well, whenever I see a picture of them biking together, then the gears are going to start turning. The Mm. gears are going to start turning. Uh, The last hot take, should the pros put Iron Man under pressure? Now, um, Iron Man has been pretty vocal about uh, moving races and things like that um canceling Kona this year uh, money and things like that there was an interview recently with DD Griesbauer and uh, Triathlon Terran, I believe and DD talked about how Iron Man laid off all these people and how they're doing so much to like stay alive and all this stuff but everyone's doing that every company in the world has had to do that with covid so it's tough to sit back here and be like oh Iron Man needs to do more Iron Man needs to do more uh, I, think, I think they do need to do more.
1: I think it's hugely disappointing that they didn't try and salvage a professional world championships in a state that would have allowed it. And that could have been as simple as, you know, Chattanooga or one of, or, you know, Ironman California coming up. I, I just think it was a huge missed opportunity that probably wasn't a big stretch to make happen. Um, I'm I'm, I'm from, from a TV and a branding standpoint, I, I'm I'm thoroughly uh, bummed that they didn't stretch as hard as they could to make a pro-only race. Um, so I guess that's, that's all I know about that. I would have loved to have seen an olive branch moment, Mark, where PTO would have said, like, we'll pay to host Ironman World Championships or, some, you know, some, or, or facilitate it or some, some, just, some, just something, you know? Like, because if they are truly about helping the athletes, maybe that could have been the bridge, you know?
0: Yeah, we don't have anything else more to talk about this week. Um, so be sure to tune in for seventy point three uh, World Championship. Also tune in for all the other racing that's going to be happening. Uh, get us excited about Super League, and uh, be sure to tune in to the always exciting WTS Hamburg. And I would,
1: so, and I, I want to let everybody know that the Pro Try News tip line is open. It's also known as the Pro Try News Instagram DMs. If if you've got, if you're seeing stuff on the ground in St. George,
0: let us know. Yeah, we'd love to see all the bike packs. So, Chelsea, you
1: looked like you ready. needed to say something.
3: No, no, I'm just excited to hear from the tip line.
0: Perfect. Thank you. Be sure to follow us, like, and subscribe, and we will see you guys next week.